Several years ago, we made a $20 million three-year commitment to the arts. And as part of that, we're contributing $9 million through the Night Arts Challenge. Three years of open challenges, open to anyone. And we say, what's your best idea for the arts? You submit your idea, and then you have an opportunity to win. In the last couple of years, we've had over 2,000 ideas submitted. We've had over, over 100 people uh, win for their ideas, and we've distributed $5 million into the Detroit community. How does this help uh, get people talking uh, positively uh, about art and about Detroit? Well, we think arts is one of the critical things that brings community together. And we all have that experience of standing around a piece of art or going to a performance, and then we interact, we engage. And so we really believe that part of what arts is for is to bring community together. But certainly in Detroit, part of what's happening with arts is we are building a national and international reputation for the incredible work happening here, and we hope we're part of that as well. And uh, when this started in 2013, uh, Elise, uh, you were uh, one of the uh, early applicants. Uh, You did uh, get some uh, money, and uh, your project now is uh, just uh, getting to uh, start up and running. Uh, Tell me about it. It's uh, called uh, Detroit to Baghdad, uh, Al-Mutanabi Street starts here. What uh, What is that? Sure. Um, yes, the um, exhibit just opened at the Arab American National Museum, and it includes work that was created by artists all over the world, including many local Detroit artists. They're artist-made books and letterpress broadsides and prints that were created in response to the March 2007 bombing of Al-Mutanabi Street in Baghdad. Um, it's a street that's been around for centuries and where a um, come together to meet at cafes, um, to peruse books um, that are uh, part of um, things that they might want to take home and um, and read. And so they, they gather on the street, and they have for many, many centuries. Um, and it was bombed tragically in 2007. And there's a bookseller in San Francisco who read about the bombing and put out a call to letterpress printers, and the response was tremendous. And the project has continued since that time. P- people continue to gather around the date of the bombing, which we did at the Arab American Museum. Um, um, Dunya McHale, who's a local Iraqi poet, read. We had music by Safafir, an Iraqi um, group from Chicago. Um, and the exhibit will be up until July 12th. And then concurrent with that um, is a book arts festival. So there'll be lots of opportunities for people to come around the museum as well as venues in Detroit around the idea of books and literature and the power they have to connect communities. What inspired you to put this together? Um, I'm Iraqi-American. My dad was born and raised in Baghdad, and my mom is from Detroit, Michigan. And I've kind of straddled both of those communities my whole life. And I really wanted a project um, that spoke to the local Iraqi community and connected around ideas of of art and creativity as a response to, um, to tragedy and to conflict. And I think this exhibit, when I saw it five years ago, um, really struck me as having the possibility to do that. And so it was kind of a dream of mine since I first saw the collection to bring it here. Um, and we have over 150 pieces in the collection at the museum. Um, and so it's just a tremendous opportunity to kind of link those those communities, the arts community, the Iraqi community, um, locally. 
how has the response been, uh, and uh, what do you want people to take away from the exhibit when they come to see it? Yeah, the response has been tremendous. There's a lot of um, local groups that have signed on as partners. Um, in addition to the Arab American Museum, I'm working with Salt and Cedar Letterpress Studios. We're doing bookmaking workshops. Um, we're bringing in an Iraqi cookbook author in June who's going to talk about some of the very earliest recipes um, that were created in Iraq. And at our opening event, like I said, we had well over 150 people in attendance, extremely diverse crowd. Um, So the excitement is definitely building for this project, and I hope that people will continue to come to the events that we have planned. Um, They can find more information at the Arab American Museum's website, and then there's also a Facebook page, Detroit to Baghdad, Al-Mutanabi Street starts here. Katie, um, as uh, you enter the third round of funding uh, for this uh, project, the Night Arts Challenge, um, uh, is is it a difficult process to apply It's not difficult at all. Folks go to nightarts.org beginning on Monday, March 16th. They have to get it done by April 13th, but all they have to do is give us their name and contact information and then write up their best idea for the arts in Detroit in 150 words. What are the, are there any rules, uh, any limitations, criteria? There's three rules. Um, We like to, to make it as open as possible. And so first of all, um, anyone can apply anyone. We have had a 16-year-old win, and we've had senior citizens win. We have every, everybody from every demographic, every geography in Detroit win. So the, the rules are simply, it has to be about the arts. Makes sense. It's the arts challenge. Uh, it it um, has to take place in or benefit Detroit. It's the Detroit Arts Challenge. Mm-hmm. And then this is the rule that folks don't like so much, um, but it is absolutely a critical part of it. Um, we will, if be- people become a finalist, ask how much money they need, and then we will ask them to match whatever the Night Arts Challenge gives them. So um, that part, that they have to be able to raise some mon- money from the community or from another funder or from ticket sales um, or somehow make that match, that's the, the one challenge. But Otherwise, it's, do you have a great idea, and can you tell us about it in 150 words? 